Hare Krishna. Welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. In today's verse, in today's episode, we will be studying about the moderation in yoga. Chapter 6, texts 16 and 17. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya. चक्षुर्मीलिम ये तस्म श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थापित ये नूतले स्वयं कदाह्यम ददा स्वापदाकम वंदेहम श्रीगुरोश्रीयुता पदकमल श्रीगुरून्वैष्णवाश्रीपम सागृजात सह गणरघुनाथा तम सजीव साइतम सवधूत पिजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेवराधाकृष्णपादगणलिता श्री विशाखान्ता हे कृष्णकुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिका राधाकांतनमोस्तुते तप्तकांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरिप्रि वाछाकुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिताभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम नमो विष्णुपादा कृष्ण प्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदात स्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वते देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभुनंदीअदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे so in today's episode we will study about how to regulate our bodily activities so that our yoga is not interrupted so what is yoga so we have already learned in previous verses that yoga means to connect with the supreme and connect means not just like a vague connection but completely connected to the point that we are not disconnected at any point in time so we'll be looking at two verses today 16 and 17 of the 6th chapter so we'll chant word to word and then the line by line please chant after me na ati ashnatah tu yoga asti na cha ekantam अनश्नता न च अति स्वप्नशील जागृता न अर्जुन नात्यश्नतस्तु योगोस्ती प्लीज रिपीट न चैकाशन चातिशील 
జాగ్రత్తార్జున నాత్యశ్నతస్తు యోగోస్తి నైకాంతం మనశ్నత నాతిస్వప్నశీలస్యాగ్రతోనైవచార్జున నెవర్ అతి టూ మచ్ అశ్నత ఆఫ్ వన్ హూ ఈట్స్ టూ బట్ యోగ లింకింగ్ విత్ ద సుప్రీం అస్తి దేర్ ఈస్ నార్ చల్సో ఏకాంతం ఓవర్లీ అనశ్నత అబ్స్టైనింగ్ ఫ్రమ్ ఈటింగ్ నార్ చల్సో అతి టూ మచ్ స్వప్నశీలస్ ఆఫ్ వన్ హూ స్లీప్స్ జాగ్రత ఆర్ వన్ హూ కీప్స్ నైట్ వాచ్ టూ మచ్ నాట్ ఎవర్ చండ్ అర్జున ఓ అర్జున ట్రాన్స్లేషన్ అండ్ పర్పోర్ట్ బై హెస్ డివైన్ గ్రేస్ ఏసి భక్తి విధాంత స్వామి శుల ప్రభుపాదకి జాయ్ there is no possibility sorry translation there is no possibility of one's becoming a yogi o arjuna if one eats too much or eats too little sleeps too much or does not sleep enough purport regulation of diet and sleep is recommended herein for the yogis too much eating means eating more than is required to keep the body and soul together there is no need for men to eat animals because there is an ample supply of grains vegetables fruits and milk so what is too much eating too much eating means to eat more than what is necessary to keep the body and soul together anything that is more than that it's too much eating and the entire meat industry is comes under this it's too much eating. i mean it's, it's not necessary for our subsistence but humans eat especially in kaliyuga such simple food stuff like grains vegetables fruits and milk is considered to be in the mode of goodness according to bhagavad gita animal food is for those in the mode of ignorance so where it is mentioned 17th chapter so we'll just go there and come back 17 try to remember these verses because this is food in the mode of goodness passion and ignorance 17.8 food in the mode of goodness ayuh sattva bal arogya sukha preeti vivardhanah rasyah snigdhah sthira hridya aharah satvika priyah foods dear to those in the mode of goodness increase the duration of life purify one's existence and give strength health happiness and satisfaction such foods are juicy fatty wholesome and pleasing to the heart fatty in this sense is like um ghee and also fats from nuts like that not animal fat of course ghee is from milk that is allowed but from the from the meat and all this that fat is not allowed then next verse 17.9 foods that are too bitter too sour salty hot pungent dry and burning 
are dear to those in the mode of passion. Such foods cause distress, misery, and disease. Then, food in the mode of ignorance. Yata yamam gatharasam puti pariyushitam chayat uchhishtam apichamedhyam bhojanam tamasapriyam. Food prepared more than three hours before being eaten, food that is tasteless, decomposed and putrid, and food consisting of remnants and untouchable things is dear to those in the mode of darkness. Amedhyam means untouchable. This is especially concerning meat. So, this is in the mode of ignorance. So, that is what I mentioned here. So, such simple food stuff is considered to be in the mode of goodness according to the Bhagavad Gita. Animal food is for those in the mode of ignorance. Therefore, those who indulge in animal food, drinking, smoking and eating food which is not first offered to Krishna. So, this includes even vegetarian food. Uh, will suffer sinful reactions because of eating only polluted things. So that is also mentioned in the 3.13. I think everybody knows already. 3.13. So you should learn the Sanskrit as well. Yajna shishta shinahasanto muchyante sarvakil bishai bhunjate tetva ghampapa ye pachantyatmakaranat The devotees of the Lord are released from all kinds of sins because they eat food which is offered first for sacrifice. Others who prepare food for personal sense enjoyment verily eat only sin. So that which is not offered to Krishna is actually sin. So that is already quoted here actually. Bhunjate te tvagham papa ye Anyone who eats for sense pleasure or cooks for himself, not offering his food to Krishna, eats only sin. One who eats sin and eats more than is allotted to him cannot execute perfect yoga. Now, this is important. If one is a meat eater and he is saying that he is a yogi, he is rubbish. Some people are like this. They eat meat, but they say, okay, I don't eat too much. You know, I eat moderate quantity. Um, so, does that classify as not eating too much and not eating too little and just right? Because there are many people in the uh, meat-eating community also who eat not so much, just enough and then they keep their body fit, you know, something like that. So, they cannot be considered as yogis because they are eating food which is more than what is necessary to keep the body and soul together and they are committing violence in the process. And therefore, as long as we eat meat, we are not a yogi. Even a little bit. A little bit that is called overeating or eating more than what is necessary for us and not eating what is not eating enough of what is necessary and eating what is unnecessary you understand the point eating what is what is unnecessary is meat and not eating what is necessary so um, not eating enough of what is necessary that means which is within vegetarian category and that to offer to Krishna and you know supplementing that with meat which is totally unnecessary so that's why just eating so called moderate meat eaters are not considered yogis important point to be noted here okay it is best that one eat only the remnants of food stuff offered to krishna 
a person in krishna consciousness does not eat anything which is not first offered to krishna therefore only the krishna conscious person can attain perfection in yoga practice nor can one who artificially abstains from eating manufacturing his own personal process of fasting practice yoga so if somebody fasts according to his own um concoction not according to the regulations of shastra that person also cannot be yogi you know like um like gandhi for example he fasted for the country and it was is fascinating uh, just a few days ago maybe couple of weeks ago i saw this video where uh, there are some people who are apparently breatherian breatherian means they only breathe air and this video it was an interview by an indian man um he was interviewing an american um from the black community and that man was staying in india actually in goa and he looks all built you know muscular everything he looks like he's well fed and well exercised and but he's saying according to the video that he has not eaten or drunk a drop of water for the last 2 years at all i was surprised i was thinking only this was possible for the himalayan yogis i don't know if he's really doing it or maybe he's doing it i don't know but in either case in either case even if he's doing it for what purpose is he doing that is more important than what he's doing it is more important why he's doing it like for example uh hiranyakashipu he also underwent severe austerity for 100 years without eating or drinking and but he is known as a demon he is not known as a oh exceptional yogi uh, yeah he that is exceptional what he did is not possible for everyone at all but he is not glorified for that because he used it for demonic purposes now of course this man may not be using for that kind of demonic purposes but anything that is not connected with krishna it's asurya surya means um connected with the krishna sura 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 means demigods or devotees asura means demons those who are against um krishna consciousness so dvaubhuta sargav lokesmin daiva asura evacha vishnubhakta smrito daiva asuras tad viparyaya so padmapuran defines uh, defines uh, two classes of people the daiva and the asura so who is daiva those who are krishna conscious and who are asura those who are not krishna conscious that's this two kinds of people actually now different flavors or different degrees of these two but then these two these two classes of people so if he's doing for a purpose which is not for krishna then however great that achievement may be it may have taken a lot of effort to do something achieve something like that but in the ultimate sense it has not much value 
another example i would say same is recently i mean the scientific advancements like recently there was this space flight um where they're opening up space travel uh, as a commercial tourist option rajagishor prabhu is sharing 4875 of shrimad bhagavatam where dhruv maharaj uh was doing his um you know yoga in the fourth month actually dhruv maharaj saw krishna in six months time and um, in the fourth month dhruv maharaj became a complete master of the breathing exercise and thus he inhaled air once only every 12th day in this way he became completely fixed in the position and worship in his position and worship the supreme personality of god now so he is asking rajakishor prabhu is asking are they imitating dhruv maharaj well they are certainly not because he was actually meditating on krishna whereas they are not now we will come to that we will come to that at um time of a, a stage where ultimately the bodily necessities will come to zero now that there is a stage like that now um apparently these breatherians they they call themselves breatherians because they just breathe air and apparently they take from the sunlight i don't know how bonafide it is um i mean apparently there have been people who died trying to do this breatherian thing uh, but uh, this man claimed that he was doing it for the past 2 years he hasn't drunk drank a single drop of water or taken a single morsel of food interesting but as wonderful as it may seem even if it is possible even if it was actually done i i surely know i mean in himalayas there must be some yogis who are doing this but to see a person on camera you know mixing around with other people and doing this first time and i don't know whether to 100% believe it or not but even even if it is 100% true the purpose the purpose as as wonderful as it may seem i mean it may it may be a very great achievement so by yogic process or by machinery uh, by scientific advancement now both these processes require a great deal of amount time energy intelligence and focus that needs to be you know concentrated to achieve something like this now um <laughs> now there's a um, there's a story that shri prabhupad says uh, said that uh, a man he went to the himalayas and uh, he practiced some yoga and 10 years later he came back to his village his town which was on the bank of a river and told everyone that you know what i'm now accomplished in yoga i'm i'm a master of yoga i can become as light as you know a feather and i can actually walk across this river to the other side to the other bank just by walking and um and they said oh really yes i can walk on this water i can become as light as air oh so then the villager i mean his friends who saw him after 10 years oh but uh, i can also do that 
I just pay the two rupees, you know, for that to that boatman. I will cross the river. So <laughs> he felt insulted, but actually, the end result is to cross the river, to be able to cross the river. Now, whether that's done by boat or whether it's done by some mystic power or whatever it is, crossing the river is the um, thing that needs to be done. So his ten years worth of tapasya. is worth only like 2 rupees or the time 2 rupees now maybe you know uh, in singapore maybe 20 dollars to you know go from one place to another or maybe less than that in india maybe 100 rupees or 200 rupees whatever so not much which is less than a, a day worth of earning money right so how valuable such processes are now we have to see similarly now even if a person has come to a stage where he can only breathe air and take in sunlight which by the way the plants are already doing now we may see we may think it is wonderful but the plants if you think that is yogi then the plants are better yogis because the entire life sometimes they stay for even thousands of years and they are taking only sunlight and air and they take in carbon dioxide and give out oxygen which the yogis cannot do i presume so trees are yogis that means so yogi does not mean these processes because these processes can be imitated by other species of life now a yogi may be able to float and walk on water but there are spiders which can do that too there are certain spiders which can walk water walk i mean walk on water there are some insects also which do that um so th- I mean these kinds of things have been achieved like if a if a yogi can fly in the sky well the bird can do that if the yogi can go on underwater like saubhari muni he went underwater but the fish is fish can do that already they're doing it so if we actually do uh, think that these things are yoga that's that's not correct um these are being already done uh, the yoga means to connect with the supreme lord minimize bodily necessities and increase our engagement in the service of the lord that is the real thing about yoga why these fasting and all these tapasya these are there why so that time can be minimized on bodily maintenance and increased in devotional service but if i think oh ekadashi ah uh, today is rest day i'll just fast and uh, sleep <laughs> that is not yoga ekadashi is not meant for that ekadashi is meant for more service more chanting more reading more execution in service hmm for so in order to be engaged like that um okay minimize bodily necessities that is real ekadashi where i can do more service you know but if i just fast but then oh today is ekadashi i'll take it light and i'll not do much because i'm fasting what is that so our whole purpose of ekadashi is lost so yat karoshi yadashnasi yat juhoshi dadasi yat yat tapasya sikaunte yat kurushram madarpanam 927 whatever you do whatever you eat whatever you offer or give away and whatever austerities you perform do that o son of kunti as an offering to me so how to offer fasting to krishna 
we cannot offer fasting to krishna he krishna here is fast no so <laughs> that means fast means i am <clears throat> um withdrawing on my bodily um satisfying my bodily demands and that time which is saved you know actually i i consider like this i i tell many devotees as well eating is a triple time waste of course it is necessary for bodily maintenance but you know what if i eat more so time is spent in eating that is one time spent in bodily maintenance then because of more eating there is more sleeping <coughs> so that is another time spent on bodily maintenance and because of too much eating to go to the bathroom for the you know evacuating and especially as devotees whenever we evacuate we have to take bath take shower so that is another time spent so this is a triple time waste whenever we are eating we are, we are we are signing up for that triple time waste so of course you know bodily maintenance has to be done so it has to be done to the minimum point so that we don't waste time in sleeping more and you know evacuating and taking shower and you know, all these things are waste of time <coughs> i mean it's all right once in a day that's why yogi is a person who evacuates once in a day bhogi is a person who evacuates twice in a day and rogi is a person who evacuates three or more times in a day so that means according to our bodily capacity somebody like bhima he has to eat a large quantity of food but is he overeating no because that's what he needs for his body type um whereas we can only eat a little bit so that our body type is different so each is different so how to measure whether i'm eating more or less is the is 1 kg more or half kg more or what is more so it's not governed by the kgs it's governed by you know how much our system our bodily digestive system can take so whatever is taken if it can be evacuated in one session he is a yogi not really <laughs> i mean he is at least control it's not that he is passing stool means yogi yogi the definition of yogi is not to pass stool once <laughs> but that's a symptom of a, of a yogi one of the symptoms yeah it means he has some control over his senses now um bhogi is he who eats too, um, too much who enjoys eating and therefore he has to pass stool more than once and then a rogi like if a person gets diarrhea or something like that he has to go to the toilet many times um or even if it is three times even due to overeating that is also considered rogi because it's it's too much you know so um this is symptoms but if one can like this breatherians maybe they don't go to pass stool at all i don't know i think so right so even if one can control his senses apparently like you know complete control but this is the this is the indication of whether one is a yogi or not now shadvarga samyam aikantah sarva niyama chodana 
तदंता यदि नो योगानवहेयु श्रमावहा Ritualistic ceremonies this is from by the way Srimad Bhagavatam 7th canto 7th canto 15th chapter 28th verse 7 15 28 Ritualistic ceremonies regulative principles austerities and the practice of yoga are all meant to control the senses and mind but even after one is able to control the senses and mind now we're talking about this breatherians or whatever even after one is able to control the senses and mind if he does not come to the point of meditation upon the supreme lord all such activities are simply labor in frustration so coming back coming back to the point ekadashi when we fast or any festivals like that the whole point is to use that time saved the triple time saved eating sleeping and evacuating that time should be used in krishna service that is called yat tapasya sikantaya tat kurushu madarpanam what is austerity taking some voluntarily taking some bodily discomfort uh, or diminishing the bodily demands so that time can be spent in krishna consciousness that is called fasting on fasting for the pleasure of krishna not that uh, here here krishna fasting for you or what fasting for he doesn't need to fast and how we offer our fast this is how we offer so coming back no one who artificially abstains from eating manufacturing his own personal process of fasting practice yoga the krishna conscious person observes fasting as it is recommended in the scriptures he does not fast or eat more than is required hmm. and he is thus competent to perform yoga practice okay before we go a little further um this point now you may say hey, we have example like rajakishore prabhu quoted dhruv maharaj fasted like anything you know he you know um he did not you know eat you know drink and you know breathing once every 12 days so what is this is this not is this not too much you, you, you say you know we should not fa- he does not fast or eat more than is required that means he doesn't fast more than required he doesn't eat more than required now what is required again like just like what is atyahara or overeating one of the things that are detrimental to our devotional services overeating atyahara so that is said by rupa goswami right in the nectar of instruction second verse now what is atyahara it depends person to person right depending on the size and the you know work capacity of the person his he his level of eating is um, accordingly you know uh, limited like bhima karma vrikodara bhima was known as vrikodara vrika means um two things uh, tiger or wolf more 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 accurately wolf but also tiger sometimes vrikas also translated as tiger so wolf or tiger they are very hungry very hungry udara means belly vrikodara means he has got the belly of a wolf or a tiger that means he is extremely hungry you know because their digestive juices are very powerful these especially these carnivores their digestive juices inside their stomach 
is are extremely powerful because they have to immediately digest the whatever meat they are eating and they have to quickly purge it out of the body because it's toxin otherwise so they have to be extremely powerful to break all that you know meat like at least humans we cook and eat now imagine we eat something raw like some things we can eat raw like if you try to eat rice raw well you'll have a stomach ache you'll have a big problem in your digestive system um some things we just can't eat raw without you know um <laughs> bringing some damage to the digestive system but just imagine the lions the tigers the wolves all these carnivorous animals they eat raw flesh now man he cooks flesh and in that cooking process things are softened up things are you know more um, easy to digest you know chewing again masticates the food even more and then there is digestion digestion inside well enzymes and whatever the chemicals they you know the fire in the stomach burns it but vrikodara means the fire in the stomach is so so intense for these animals so bhima karma vrikodara ha um so his belly his digestive system is so powerful but then the food digests and becomes this you know blood you know development of muscle and everything bone marrow semen and all these things so bhima was extremely strong and his activities are also uh you know accordingly as much as his i mean they're, they're just his hunger is justified because his actions were also as powerful nobody could like nobody could eat like him but nobody also could work like him so so um depending on the body the atyahara principle is there and also depending on the spiritual advancement of the person it's not just the body the spiritual advancement of the person as one becomes more and more spiritual spiritually advanced the lesser he will eat the lesser he will try to enjoy his senses even prasadam in the beginning you know <laughs> devotees always i mean those who join our movement they come they like the prasadam honestly i'm telling you i came for prasadam as well of course i i read books and i was very interested with the philosophy but prasadam was a oh every day you know from my house in sembawang you know in the north of singapore and all the way to at that time it was in little india the temple i used to travel every day just to get the prasadam i used to love the prasadam so of course it is there is a sense gratificatory desire oh a nice food you know that kind of but then because it is prasadam it attracts one to you know the temple and the atmosphere and then slowly slowly as we become more purified then you know we appreciate devotional service so prabhupada actually he cooked very nice delicious food stuff offered to krishna and then distributed as prasadam and that's how actually he expanded the movement and of course chanting and philosophy but the most attractive feature of many, for many people is the prasadam steve jobs also the, the you know this great uh, you know this apple apple company who who passed away he used to come to the hari krishna temple to eat prasadam when he was kind of homeless almost so he used to come and have prasadam in the hari krishna temples so that um prasadam is the most attractive feature of our movement 
but even that as one increases more and more in his devotional you know um he grows more and more in um, his advancement in advancement then he will eat less even the prasadam also uh, he does not try to enjoy the prasadam he tries to honor the prasadam we have to honor the prasadam not enjoy so he honors you know as much as necessary he will eat and if i am a breatherian i am not honoring krishna prasadam i can eat krishna prasadam and honor it and my consciousness will become purified and, but that is not available for those who are so called breatherian but not devotees hmm. so anyway so what is atyahara depends on two things the bodily structure of the person and also his spiritual advancement like raghunath das goswami or even shukadev goswami he used to shukadev goswami used to every day go from house to house and he will stand in the morning um you know the when the woman of the house is you know milking the cow because every house used to have cow many cows um and they milk and then he will just wait and then he will take palmful of milk and he will drink and that's it that was his food for the entire day that's it now is he eating too much or too little raghunath das goswami he used to take palmful of buttermilk buttermilk not even milk buttermilk once every two days sometimes they forget to sleep nidrahara vihara kaadi vijitav chatyantav dinau chayav the goswami is forgot to eat and sleep sometimes hmm. arjuna also was called gudakesha gudakesha means one who has conquered sleep of course sleep in two senses in in two ways which means uh, the sleep of material slumber which is ignorance and actual physical bodily sleep so a person in krishna consciousness is considered considered to have conquered sleep because he is only meditating on krishna 24 hours a day even in so called sleep he is actually in trance because he is always meditating you can see this in the chetana charitamrita antyalila chetana mahaprabhu he the whole day people used to come and you know meet with him and you know he used to have you know dealings with them you know talk to them preach to them and they will they will invite him to hit their houses and he eats their prasadam and everything and he takes darshan of lord jagannath and he dances in kirtan and all this. now in the night when everyone else is sleeping then he um relishes the the mood of radharani along with his confidential associates and his moods go like a madman you know in transcendental ecstasy and to you know support that mood of chaitanya mahaprabhu different fluctuations in moods of in the mood of chaitanya mahaprabhu in his fluctuations in his ecstatic ecstatic uh, meditation on krishna in the mood of radharani the his assistants like swarup damodar goswami ramananda rai govinda das so they used to compose or chant verses from different scriptures uh, to satisfy his mood and even when he slept he was actually dreaming of the pastimes of radha and krishna hmm. so sleep or ignorance is only when 
now when one is materially awake okay in this body one is awake like now we are all awake i hope nobody is sleeping while watching this i, I hope it is not so boring us to sleep <laughs> so now we are awake materially but spiritually like many people are awake materially but spiritually they are still sleeping in great slumber they have not even woken up to the who they are and you know where am i and who am i and why did i come here where will i go all these things are not they are not even questioning they are not awake awakened to this um, their real nature so they are asleep now when one is sleeping like even like materially sleeping now even uh, materially he, he has no awareness of his who is he and what is sleep in sleep we we don't have awareness of who we are where we are why we are here no no awareness of where we, what what we are right and sometimes we may take on illusory identities in the dream and travel somewhere and do something but actually it is not the case so similarly sleep according to i mean spiritually sleeping means similarly i'm not aware of who i am where i am and what am i doing you know where did i come from where where will i go and what is this world no idea and we have accepted just like in a dream we accept different identities we have accepted this body as our identity and we are going just because this is a longer dream we think this is reality is just a dream that will last maybe 80 years 100 years how uh, maybe with this coronavirus pandemic or similar pandemics in the future maybe the lifetime may be shortened and kaliyuga will be shortened so whatever is the lifespan we think um, we are living but actually this is this is also a dream we still we think we are awake but actually this is another dream then the dreaming yeah that will last a few seconds but this will last a few years that's all the length is only different but we are actually not the body in the dream we are not this body that we are so called seeing now also so what we are we are actually spirit soul servant of krishna that is real awakening until one comes to that part that understanding and realization one is not awakened so these things must be um when one is uh, like the whole point of austerities is to come out of that dream like situation you know you know and then exercise or practice more of the our real spiritual um constitutional position of serving krishna so all these uh, practices of yoga like eating too little or i'm sorry here it is said one should not eat too little or eat too much but then as one advances the eating will naturally reduce and depending on the uh, this way we should not artificially reduce our eating or artificially of course increase eating is that is uh, <laughs> that's not even a you know yogi but even reducing eating we cannot just do, oh yeah yogi oh raghunath das goswami was drinking only buttermilk once every two days okay 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 i'll also do that no i cannot imitate the activities of a uttama adhikari mahabhagavat devotee so the thing we should come naturally like one you know like prabhupad said in one lecture that we have to 
you know our bodily necessities of eating all this has to come to the point of nil but then when he when robert said that one of the devotees actually stopped eating he did not eat lunch that day he did not eat dinner that day you know prasadam he did not eat anything and you know he was getting sick and then um, the next day was completely sick he was having a fever and everything broke so what happened you know what, what, you know how come and he said um um i was i've not been eating because you know you said in the lecture that you know we have to you know bring this down to nil well i'm enjoying my senses so i think i should not do that prabhupada was uh, prabhupada you know laughed and said no 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 you know this should not be done you know artificially it should come naturally as we advance it will come but we have to take prabhupada said you take you should take more food now you should take more prasadam uh, you must eat so that you will have strength to perform service so we should eat as much as is necessary to perform service and then as one progresses then these things will minimize that's why to raghunath das goswami um chaitanya mahaprabhu preached antya chaitanya charitamrita antilila 6.236 ग्राम्य कथा ना सुनिबे ग्राम्य वार्ता ना कहिबे भालना खाइबे और भालना पड़िबे डू नॉट टॉक लाइक पीपल इन जनरल और हियर व्हाट दे से यू शुड नॉट ईट वेरी पैलेटेबल फूड नॉर शुड यू ड्रेस वेरी नाइसली सो सिंपल लिव सिंपली इन फैक्ट एट दैट टाइम रघुनाथ दास गोस्वामी वाज हैविंग अ शॉल which was gifted to him by Tapan Mishra and it was an expensive expensive shawl woolen i think cashmere wool or something whatever so it was very expensive one and he put on put that on and he came to meet chaitanya mahaprabhu and chaitanya mahaprabhu saw that he didn't he didn't say anything but raghunath das goswami noticed that chaitanya mahaprabhu repeatedly kept looking at the you know <laughs> shawl so he understood that i think chaitanya mahaprabhu did not like this that i have this opulent cl- piece of clothing on me so he went to the you know ghat you know beach or riverside so um, there he he met one man you know he said he was wearing a torn piece of cloth um so he went to that man and said um, can we exchange our um, cloth like you take this one and i take this one the man was thinking is he making fun of my poverty um, just to show off that you know he has an expensive shawl or what so um, he said well, i mean are you insulting me or what no 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 i am serious i am serious serious yeah yeah exchange because he never <laughs> got that kind of deal before you know barter system so okay okay fine you know thank you very much you know i really appreciate that then he took the torn cloth and next day he went to chaitanya mahaprabhu to you know you know uh, in the torn cloth mahaprabhu saw and oh that is good um because uh, it doesn't look good that you know you are uh, um renounced monk and then you know now you are wearing uh, expensive shawl so it's good that you wear simply and torn cloth that is good and in fact gaurakishor das baba ji bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur's guru maharaj he used to take the, uh, go to the smashan ghat you know rejected cloth from the dead body you know when they you know they cover the dead body with cloth and then some rejected cloth that cloth he used to take 
and make copin out of it or you know some kind of covering that's it he used to use rejected things like that you see <coughs> oh sorry satyam chaudhary yes 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 this is anathan goswami satyam chaudhary actually i mixed up the story see this i am always bad at stories so this happened with anathan goswami i guess that's true not raghunathas goswami sanathan goswami whereas this particular gramme vartana kahibe this is to raghunathas goswami you're right so sanathan goswami that was and uh, so sanathan goswami also he because he left his government service and everything and all the goswamis basically they left their opulent material position uh, positions and you know have come to like surrender to chaitanya chaitanya mahaprabhu so he showed what is the uh, how we should live as renunciant bhalana khaibe or bhalana paribe so don't eat very palatable food and um, don't dress very nicely so these are the instructions um, by chaitanya mahaprabhu now let's go back now he does not fast or eat more than is required and he is thus competent to perform yoga practice one who eats more than required will dream very much while sleeping and he must consequently sleep more than is required one should not sleep more than 6 hours daily one who sleeps more than 6 hours out of 24 is certainly influenced by the mode of ignorance now this is very interesting because nowadays people talk a lot about sleep and you know deep sleep rem sleep you know and then light sleep or whatever so nowadays there are uh, devices like like this watch you know it's like the measures like how many hours you slept and nowadays they have a ring they have a ring which also measures how the sleep was like even this kind of gives um like was it a rem sleep rapid eye movement r e m rem rapid eye movement sleep or it's deep sleep um it measures this thing and uh, even a ring also measures even more accurately i guess so um, they are doing this to measure their sleep now you see here already we have that knowledge that one who eats more than required will dream very much while sleeping and he must consequently sleep more than is required now 6 hours is necessary is required is enough for a person in the mode of goodness a person in the mode of ignorance or passion because he eats more the deep sleep is less so to make up for the deep sleep um because rem deep sleep we go into these stages you know sometimes rem rem means that is the stage when we usually dream you know um rapid eye movement you know anyway that's whole thing but dreaming happens there and while dreaming that is not exactly deep sleep you see and i think the breathing the pulse everything is like different that's how i think this this thing measures whether whether it's um deep sleep or whether it's um, rem sleep or what i don't really look at my metrics at all but it's it that's how it kind of measures i think the heartbeat or whatever is different in deep sleep it is much more lower and rem sleep is a little higher that's what i understand so like that they have this study on sleep and all that but here you see already it is mentioned like what causes sleep and how to sleep efficiently so that there is a lot of deep sleep and also rem sleep is 
they say i mean while sleeping then you know our brain makes connections you know like what we have learned or and actually there is also mentioned in the bhagavatam that sleep is tied to intelligence like i think let me see there is a verse like that in the bhagavatam no not this there is some i think this one is there no not this wait just <laughs> ah this one संशयोथ दिस इज श्रीमद्भागवतम थ्री डॉट ट्वेंटी सिक्स डॉट थर्टी संशयोथ विपर्यासो निश्चय स्मृतिरव स्वाप इच्यते बुद्धेलक्षण वृत्ति पृथक् डाउट मिसप्रिहेन्शन करेक्ट एप्रिहेन्शन मेमोरी एंड स्लीप एज डिटर्मिन बाय द डिफरेंट फंक्शन आर सेट टू बी द डिस्टिंक्ट कैरेक्टरिस्टिक्स ऑफ इंटेलिजेंस स्वापह स्लीप वर्ड टू वर्ड मेन नाउ हियर लेट्स रीड दिस बिकॉज दिस टॉपिक टुडे इज अबाउट स्लीप एंड ऑल दैट सो यू सी पर्पोर्ट डाउट इज वन ऑफ द इम्पॉर्टेंट फंक्शंस ऑफ इंटेलिजेंस ब्लाइंड एक्सेप्टेंस ऑफ समथिंग डज नॉट गिव एविडेंस ऑफ इंटेलिजेंस सो वी शुड नॉट ब्लाइंडली एक्सेप्ट एनीथिंग वी शुड स्टडी इट एंड यू नो देन एक्सेप्ट इट सो दैट्स अ साइन ऑफ इंटेलिजेंस therefore the word samshaya is very important in order to cultivate intelligence one should be doubtful in the beginning but doubting now this is important but doubting is not very favorable when information is received from the proper source we cannot doubt um the proper source like if krishna is saying ah oh, well maybe but not i don't think so no that is foolishness hmm That is नमाम दुष्कृत मूढ़ा प्रपद्यंते नराधम नराधम लोवेस्ट ऑफ मैन कैंड मूढ़ मीन्स फूल रैस्किल दट्स नॉट अ सैन ऑफ इंटेलिजेंस सो इफ इट इज नॉट फ्रॉम द प्रॉपर सोर्स इफ इट इज नॉट फ्रॉम कृष्णा और द परंपरा सिस्टम प्रॉपर बोनोफाइड स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर देन वी हैव टू डाउट लाइक सो वी शुड नॉट इमीडियटली एक्सेप्ट एनीथिंग दट इज नॉट कमिंग फ्रॉम फ्रॉम एब्सोल्यूट सोर्स So in Bhagavad Gita, the Lord says that doubting the words of the authority is the cause of destruction. Where did He say that? I think two places. Okay, we'll go there and come back here. Okay, four forty. Agnyaschashraddhanascha samshayatma vinashyati. See samshayatma vinashyati. नायम लोकोस्ति नपरो न सुखम संशयात्मन बट इग्नोरेंट एंड फेथलेस पर्सन हू डाउट द रिवील स्क्रिप्चर्स रिवील स्क्रिप्चर्स मीन्स द रिवील टू अस बाय गॉड वी आर नॉट वी हैव नॉट यू नो अचीव द नॉलेज बाय आवर ओन डिंट ऑफ रिसर्च वर्क और आवर तपस्या और वट नो रिवील्ड टू अस 
unless they are revealed to us reveal means somebody else has to reveal to us i did not reveal it myself i did not discover it myself somebody revealed it to me so krishna has to reveal svatona sambhavad anya tattvagnyo gyanado bhavet we cannot understand these things it has to be given by the uh, by krishna so for the doubting soul there is um but ignorant and faithless persons who doubt the revealed scriptures do not attain god consciousness they fall down for the doubting soul there is happiness neither in this world nor in the next so here doubt is very bad but of course we have to doubt in the beginning to see whether the my source is proper once is established that the source is proper then yes no more doubt that's why it is said um you know two way parisha what is that the guru tests i mean uh, examines the disciple the disciple examines the guru and for you know at least 6 months you know see whether everything is intact then accept each other i think um, 15108 no 24330 is that let's see cc madhya or just type it here 24.330 i think ah this is the one madhya 24.330 गुरुलक्षण शिष्यलक्षण दोहार परीक्षण सेव्य भगवान सर्व मंत्र विचारण सो गुरुलक्षण द सिम्टम्स ऑफ यू सी वर्ड टू वर्ड मीनिंग इंपॉर्टेंट गुरुलक्षण द सिम्टम्स ऑफ अ बोनोफाइड स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर शिष्यलक्षण द सिम्टम्स ऑफ अ बोनोफाइड डिसाइपल दोहार परीक्षण ऑफ बोथ द टेस्टिंग सेव्य भगवान सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड इज वर्शिपेबल सर्व मंत्र विचारण कंसिडरेशन ऑफ डिफरेंट टाइप्स ऑफ मंत्र सो Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is instructing Sanatan Goswami to write books on devotional literature and he is telling him what all the topics he should cover. Now here in this verse he says Guru Lakshan, Shishya Lakshan, Dohar Parikshan he says. Your book should describe the characteristics of the bona fide guru and the bona fide disciple. Then before accepting a spiritual master one can be assured of the spiritual master's position. See, in this case there is doubt whether this person is, you know, um proper spiritual master should i take him as a guru um how can i check like i'm a disciple i'm not myself any qualified so how can i check so, so chaitanya mahaprabhu is saying to sanatan goswami you give them the direction how to see what are the list of symptoms that you should see look out for in a person who's a bona fide spiritual master now if he has all these symptoms okay this is a bona fide spiritual master so dohar parikshan and spiritual master also should examine the disciple whether he is a fit disciple or not is he serious about it you know he wants to dedicate his life or you know he is he doubting too much is he doubting everything is he offensive is he so everything is seen hmm. when when the you know it's it's congenial to you know become a disciple okay spiritual master is okay you can become a disciple and and the disciple also must be confident that yes this is uttam adhikari pure devotee authorized by his guru all the you know check his you know checking off all the points in the list okay this is guru so therefore then before accepting a spiritual master one can be assured of the spiritual master's position similarly the spiritual master can also be assured of the disciple's position a supreme personality of godhead of course this is 
another topic he's talking about krishna should be described as a worshipable object and you should describe the bija mantra for the worship of krishna as well as that of rama or any other expansion of the personality of god Now especially the first part guru lakshan shishya lakshan dohar parikshan hmm. so these so in this when there is pariksha there is doubt automatically right pariksha if i have no doubt i would not examine right so there is some doubt okay what is his level like you know let me examine so there is doubt so by the result of the examination the doubt is dispelled now if a person does well in an examination he gets a grade you know like maybe 90 upon 100 or you know 99 upon 100 or 100 upon 100 okay now there is no more doubt now before the exam i am doubting whether this person has you know studied or not now after the exam i will know whether he has studied or not so before the exam there is a doubt then there is pariksha and after the pariksha the result will tell where he stands and then the doubt is no more now i know exactly where he is so that is examiner so examination means that is what it is it's a clearance of a doubt hmm. so dohar parikshan so what are the symptoms so in that there is doubt but then once that is established yes once you establish oh, this is proper source this is proper parampara proper guru coming from krishna ah, yes then no more doubts after acceptance there is no more doubt sthitosmi gata sandeha nashtamoha smritir labdha tatprasadan maya chutam arjuna said now i have no more doubts but until then he had many doubts right about the process about how to progress and what is the symptoms of a um you know self realized soul which path is better so many questions he asked in the bhagavad gita arjuna but then krishna you know satisfied all his queries and you know he completely dispelled all doubts then he said yes i'm surrendering i will do karishe vachanam tava that you know sarvameta dritam manye yanmam vadasikeshava i will accept whatever you say i will do whatever you ask me to do so that is how we should approach um that is actually the sign of intelligence nashtamoha smritir labdha my intelligence my memory has been awakened you know so now coming back to the point of sleep and intelligence we actually we were actually reading that um the but doubting is not very favorable when information is received from the proper source in bhagavad gita lord says that doubting the words of the authority is the cause of destruction now as described in the patanjali yoga system pramana viparyaya vikalpa nidra smrityah by intelligence only one can understand things as they are by intelligence only can one understand whether or not he is the body the study to determine whether one's identity is spiritual or material begins in doubt you see it's doubt which starts the whole journey anywhere it's always the doubt <clears throat> like who am i that is a doubt why am i here that's a doubt i'm not sure of these things so i, I begin to question if he is a human being then he will begin to question if he is like an animal then he has no doubts like arjuna had no doubts in the end he will have no doubts in the beginning <laughs> that means he's not even started it's not that oh arjuna and this animal is same no <laughs> both have no doubts once doubts have been completely dispelled where the other is in complete ignorance he did not even begin questioning 
He did not even see that he is in ignorance. He did not even begin to see his problems. He thinks this is life. Uh, the totally different, you know, stages, extreme ends of the spectrum. So now, so here it is said, the study to determine whether one's identity is spiritual or material begins in doubt. Who am I? Am I this body? I say this is my hand, my heart, my brain, my legs, my, you know, my stomach or you know, whatever, my mind, my intelligence. So if all these things are mine, who am I in the midst of all these things? Am I this body? Then I should say I body. Why do I say my body? Then I am something else than the body. What am I? Who am I? And why do we die? And don't, nobody likes to die, but why do we die? So these are the questions which begin the journey towards you know, self-realization, God-realization. So doubts are always the starting, you know, when you start a car like that. So this journey, just like when you start a journey in a car, you turn the key and then the engine starts and then okay begin now that starting <coughs> thing is the doubt so that's a sign of intelligence so a person whose intelligence will question these things so now continuing on when one is able to analyze his actual position now in order to an analyze something you have to have data you have to have knowledge check against what now to analyze whether I'm doing good or not like for example if I see my um, say my blood pressure is so and so I, I don't know what the numbers are I think 120 by 60 or something like this I don't, I, I'm not really a medical expert but you see if um, so there are numbers for everything right so if I see that my blood pressure is 300 by 200 say, yes that's good no actually that's bad <laughs> I'm almost going to die you know so, <laughs> if I think that more number is good, you know, if I don't know what to check against, like, I don't know how to analyze when I see something, I don't know how to analyze because I don't know what is the benchmark of a normal person who is having a healthy life. If I see 300 by 200, yes, somebody has 150, ah, I have 300, I'm double, I'm better than you. No, that is bad. <laughs> it's a terrible position, he's going to die at any moment. So, similarly, we need to know, to analyze something, we need to know what is the standard and where do I stand compared to the standard 120 by 80 ideally oh okay thank you <laughs> Vijay Sharma Prabhu is saying 120 by 80 ideally okay so if I have 300 by 200 yes no that's wrong <laughs> so that's a terrible person I have to immediately go to the doctor or maybe I already died by then I don't know actually what is the upper limit of this thing but I'm just saying so <laughs> <clears throat> so I need to know so to analyze something I need to know what is the standard and I need to know where I stand both things should be known not that where I stand and I don't know in reference to what and where and I am standing I don't know where I am standing that is not anal analysis analysis can be, cannot be done like that you have to have two points of reference what is mine and what is the standard so when one is able to analyze his actual position so how to analyze our actual position we may know something but we don't know what is the standard so that standard is revealed in the revealed scriptures so krishna reveals the standard and then we know where we are what is our understanding what is my viewpoint on life and what is krishna's viewpoint on life so that is standard and this is where i stand 
oh then i have to change my this things to come to the standard so that <coughs> is analysis so analysis there has to be always two at least so <coughs> when one is able to analyze his actual position the false identification with the body is detected now we cannot identify without that knowledge from krishna that's why it is you know this this verse um shrimad bhagavatam 11:22:10 i guess yeah anadya vidya yuktasya purushasya atmavedanam svato na sambhavadanyas tatvagnyo gyanado bhavet because a person who has been covered by ignorance since time immemorial is not capable of effecting his own self realization there must be some other personality who is in factual knowledge of the absolute truth and can impart this knowledge to him so he cannot come up with the standard knowledge somebody else who is there somebody else a guru in the proper sampradaya who is following the shastra but shastra is a source krishna gives and then guru repeats that so that's why um, what is that was um, krishna koilo veda puran um ृष्ण not at all okay <laughs> um we have oh yeah it is this not was antilila now it is madhyalila so the conditioned soul cannot revive his krishna consciousness by his own effort but out of causeless mercy lord krishna compiled the vedic literature and it supplements the puranas with that we will know hmm revive krishna consciousness means first of all identifying that we are not this body bodily consciousness has to be removed and then who am i and then what am i actually related to then the krishna consciousness comes so krishna gives given the shastra vedic literature and then the other verse just now said we need another person so who is another person <coughs> the bona fide spiritual master who speaks on the authority of shastra so these two are very important for us to receive for us to um, get real knowledge standard knowledge sadhu sadhu shastra guru vakya chittyate kore aikya so narottam das thakur also sa so one one is when one is able to analyze his actual position the false identification with the body is detected this is viparyasa when false identification is detected then real identification can be understood that is the point that's why krishna said you are not the body in the beginning he did not directly say sarvadharman parityaja surrender to me why no because first of all you are not the body you are a soul and you are a part and parcel of me mamai vamsu jeevaloke 
therefore your actual position is to serve me your relations are not with these bodily relations these these people here your family members but your relation is with me actually that is a relationship you need to revive and then finally sarvadharman parityaj so to i mean uh, convey the real identification the false identification has to be first of all detected and um what is it, what, what they call it um what they call it in medical terms rule, ruled out okay rule it out yeah they they see the symptoms and rule out okay it's not this it's not that it's not this because when you have some symptoms right when you go to them then they will take blood and you know take some you know some checking they will do and then say okay they'll rule out okay it's not this okay the blood looks okay this part is okay okay so this, he doesn't have this problem neti 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 not this not this not this not this and finally they want to uh, so they rule out every other possibility and they'll you know narrow down to what can be the real cause so similarly we have to you know kind of rule out all other identifications and finally come to the point of okay i am actually servant of krishna now when false identification is detected then real identification can be understood real understanding is described here as nischayaha or proved experimental knowledge this experimental knowledge can be achieved when one has understood the false knowledge by experimental or proved knowledge one can understand that he is not the body but spirit soul smriti means memory and swapa means sleep now sleep is also necessary to keep the intelligence in working order <clears throat> nowadays you sleep and you know i was mentioning that rem sleep is when your brain cognition cognitive function becomes um, strengthened there are sleep experts i mean ahar nidra bhay maithunam there are sex experts there are you know food food experts sleep experts and what is the other one eating mating sleeping defending ah martial artists or whatever experts all these experts are there so the sleep experts will tell you that you know the brain cognitive function will work when you have enough sleep so here also there is also already said you see bhagavatam already said that but how much is enough and how much is too much and how to actually reduce that sleep so that maximum time can be used can be used for krishna consciousness ah. so we have to eat less so that we will have more deep sleep and not so much this dreaming huh we have too much dreaming then even though one has slept for 6 hours he will not feel like he slept for 6 hours like oh i need more sleep now because it's not deep sleep it's not fully rested hmm. so sleep is also necessary to keep the intelligence in working order if there is no sleep the brain cannot work nicely In Bhagavad Gita it is especially mentioned that persons who regularly eating sleeping and other necessities with body in the proper proportion become very successful in the yoga process and that is today's verse actually 617 which we haven't even read it but yeah so these are some of the aspects of the analytical study of intelligence as described in both the Patanjali yoga system and the Sankhya philosophy system of Kapil Dev and Shrimad Bhagavatam so there is a connection between sleep and intelligence so in order to have good intelligence we have to have enough sleep but then that does not mean okay i will have best intelligence i will sleep for 20 hours no that's ignorance that is actually stupid <coughs> so 6 hours moderation not too much and that too well rested so for that we should not eat too much hmm. so these things are interconnected and we need to optimize 
now these things are stated because we need to optimize our time in human life turnam yatet napatet anumrityu yavan nishreyasaya vishaya kalu sarvatasya labdha sudurlabham idam bahu sambhavante manushyam arthadam anityam api hathira so this human life is extremely rare and this human life is temporary it's as temporary as the other other lives other animals or any other but human life is very valuable because we can start with this doubt of who am i and then actually completely solve the problems by taking advantage of the vedic literatures and the bonafide spiritual master coming in the sampradaya if we are sincere krishna will connect us to the bonafide spiritual master and we get connected to the knowledge and then we can make progress so we have to optimize our life to achieve this perfection if possible cut down everything else and just do this that is actually our constitutional position in our spiritual body we don't have a material body in vaikuntha loka there is no you know like working and you know like maintaining a body and you know like sleeping and six hours sleeping no there is just no sleep everything is just work there because there is no more of the limits of the body there the body the material body needs those downtime and uptime and all these things but the spiritual body is always active even in sleep actually and that's why the body although rested it still breathes you know it still is uh, heart is beating and all this because the soul is still there so even though it is like kind of sleeping the soul is active because of which the body is still called alive so soul by nature does not sleep hmm. so he performs in vaikuntha uninterrupted devotional service so actually jeevan mukta means to come to that stage even in this material world that's why arjuna was called gudakesha he you know conquered sleep and um the six goswamis are also you know what is that nidrahara vihara kaadi vijita vijita means conquered all the material necessities of the body that means they have minimized it to the maximum extent minimized to the maximum okay minimize and maximize in one sentence <laughs> so they have minimized to the maximum extent so that they can maximize whatever time whatever you know time they have in this human life which is minimum actually which is very little in krishna consciousness so if we maximize our minimizing in material life then we can uh maximize our minimum whatever temporary life we have in this material world as a human for spiritual life so that is the whole point to optimize our life for self realization so every second lost is a great loss sahanistan mahachidram samoha sachavibhramah yan muhurtam kshanam va api vasudevam na chintayet sahanis this is from the vishnu puran ah see 
sahanistan mahachidram so this if even a, for a moment remembrance of vasudev the supreme personality of godhead is missed that is the greatest loss and why it is the greatest loss because sadatat bhava bhavitah our constant practice in this life will determine what our state of being will be at the time of death and that state of being at the time of death will determine our next term of existence and if we want it to be spiritual our last point of our life we have to be krishna conscious and for that to happen we have to engage our whole life in krishna consciousness the more the more we practice being krishna conscious in life the more krishna will help us at the time of death to be krishna conscious you see whatever state of being one remembers when he quits his body or son of kunti that state you will attain without fail now this is mentioned but if you see the sanskrit sada tad bhava bhavitah sada means always tad bhava so whatever we have been always practice to remember in this life that will influence tyajatyante kalevaram at the time of giving up this body we will remember that depending on the sada tad bhava bhavitah and then yam yam vapi smaran bhavam tyajatyantakam so that bhavam that nature we will get in the next part so this is this is a sequence of order of things so to maximize our remembrance of krishna and engagement in krishna conscious activities we have to minimize our material bodily necessities and for that to happen so we have to follow these systems i mean maintaining the body because it's a tool to serve krishna at the same same time don't don't just keep keep taking care of the tool and not using it for actual work polishing the tool and you know but you're not using it for any work so that is useless <coughs> maintenance and then use it for actual purpose <coughs> so this we have read <coughs> now here continuing on so one should not not sleep more than 6 hours daily <coughs> one who sleeps more than 6 hours out of 24 is certainly influenced by the mode of ignorance <coughs> nowadays people say you need you need 8 hours of sleep but that's because the eating is more that's why they need 8 hours of sleep so if you can reduce the eating eat proper food instead of eating junk nonsense eat prasadam and enough so we can have everything properly optimized i'm going to have more time for krishna consciousness now they say they have no time to chant but then they're sleeping 8 hours whereas the devotee sleeps 6 hours and the two extra hours they chant 16 rounds you need about 2 hours so by the time the other person has woken up he has finished 16 rounds so you see why don't why they don't have enough time because they're in the mode of passion and ignorance if you come to the mode of goodness eating proper food and in the proper quantity in krishna prasadam and sleeping right so everything flows and then we can easily have time to chant 16 rounds a day and still do everything else you know like that <clears throat> so a person in the mode of ignorance is lazy and prone to sleep a great deal such a person cannot perform yoga i cannot like uh okay 8:30 sun is out okay i have to go for my yoga class that is rubbish 
ಈಗ ನಾಟ್ ವೇಕ್ ಅಪ್ ಅಟ್ ಏಟ್ ಥರ್ಟಿ ಅಂಡ್ ಗೋಡ್ ಯೋಗ ಕ್ಲಾಸ್ ಅನ್ನೋ ಒಂದು ಈ ಹಸ್ ಟು ವೇಕ್ ಅಪ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಮುಹೂರ್ತ ದಸ್ ವೈಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಯೋಗ ಸ್ಟುಡಿಯೋಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾನ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಡಸ್ ವರ್ಕ್ ದಟ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಆಲ್ ಯೋಗ ಓಕೆ ಸೊ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಸೆವೆಂಟೀನ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಓ ವಾವ್ ಬಟ್ ಏನೋ ಇನ್ ಸೊ ಬೇಸಿಕಲಿ ಐ ಪುಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಟುಗೆದರ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಪ್ರಿ ಮಚ್ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ವಿ ವಿಲ್ ರೀಡ್ ಆನ್ ಸೊ ಹಿಯರ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಸೈಡ್ ದಟ್ ವಿ ಶುಡ್ ನಾಟ್ ಈಟ್ ಟು ಮಚ್ ಈಟ್ ಟು ಲಿಟಲ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಶುಡ್ ನಾಟ್ ಸ್ಲೀಪ್ ಇನಫ್ ಆರ್ ಟು ಲಿಟಲ್ ನಾವು ಹಿಯರ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಸೈಡ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಈಟ್ ಇನಫ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸ್ಲೀಪ್ ಇನಫ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಯು ನೋ ರಿಕ್ರಿಯೇಷನ್ ಇನಫ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ ದೀಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ಲೆಟ್ಸ್ ರೀಡ್ ದಿಸ್ ಸೊ ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ ರಿಪೀಟ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಮೀ ವರ್ಡ್ ಟು ವರ್ಡ್ ಯುಕ್ತ ಆಹಾರ ವಿಹಾರುಕ್ತ ಚೇಷ್ಟ ಕರ್ಮಸು ಯುಕ್ತ ಸ್ವಪ್ನ ಅವಬೋಧಿ ದುಃಖಾಯಿನ್ ಬಾಲೈನ್ ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ ರಿಪೀಟ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಮೀ ಯುಕ್ತಾಹಾರವಿಹಾರುಕ್ತಚೇಷ್ಟಸ್ಯಕರ್ಮಸು ಯುಕ್ತಸ್ವಪ್ನಾವಬೋಧಿ ದುಃಖ ಸೊ ಯುಕ್ತ ರೆಗ್ಯುಲೇಟೆಡ್ ಆಹಾರ ಈಟಿಂಗ್ ವಿಹಾರಸ್ಯ ರೆಕ್ರಿಯೇಷನ್ ಯುಕ್ತ ರೆಗ್ಯುಲೇಟೆಡ್ ಚೇಷ್ಟಸ್ಯ ಆಫ್ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ವರ್ಕ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಮೈಂಟೆನೆನ್ಸ್ ಕರ್ಮಸು ಇನ್ ಡಿಸ್ಚಾರ್ಜಿಂಗ್ ಡ್ಯೂಟೀಸ್ ಯುಕ್ತ ರೆಗ್ಯುಲೇಟೆಡ್ ಸ್ವಪ್ನ ಅವಬೋಧಸ್ಯ ಸ್ಲೀಪ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವೇಕ್ಫುಲ್ನೆಸ್ ಯೋಗ ಪ್ರಾಕ್ಟೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಯೋಗ ಭವತಿ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ದುಃಖ ಡಿಮಿನಿಷಿಂಗ್ ಪೇನ್ಸ್ ನಾವು translation and purport <clears throat> he who is regulated in his habits of eating sleeping recreation and work can mitigate all material pains by practicing the yoga system so we have to be regulated we have cannot be too much cannot be too little now what is too much what is too little it depends on our bodily state and our spiritual state we have already explained that right so it's not like oh this my oh, but of course six six hours a day is uh, that is a number which we have a definite number you see uh, but eating is not you know depends on the body type and depends on the work that he does and also depends on the spiritual advancement of that person <coughs> now purport extravagance in the matter of eating sleeping defending and mating which are demands of the body can block advancement in the practice of yoga as far as eating is concerned it can be regulated only when one is practiced to eat to take and accept prasadam sanctified food just give me one second i mean few seconds so here here is also mentioned in another place where eating should be decreased where is that 1953 ಈಟಿಂಗ್ ಅ ಸ್ಮಾಲ್ ಕ್ವಾಂಟಿಟಿ ಸೇಮ್ 
యత వాక్ కాయ మానస కంట్రోలింగ్ స్పీచ్ బాడీ మైండ్ బీయింగ్ ప్యూరిఫైడ్ బై హిస్ ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ అండ్ కంట్రోలింగ్ ద మైండ్ విత్ డిటర్మినేషన్ గివింగ్ అప్ ద ఆబ్జెక్ట్స్ ఆఫ్ సెన్స్ గ్రాటిఫికేషన్ బీయింగ్ ఫ్రీడ్ ఫ్రమ్ అటాచ్మెంట్ అండ్ హేట్రెడ్ వన్ హూ లివ్స్ ఇన్ అక్లూడెడ్ ప్లేస్ హూ ఈట్స్ లిటిల్ హూ కంట్రోల్స్ his body mind and power of speech who is always in trance and who is detached free from false ego false strength false pride lust anger and acceptance of material things free from false proprietorship and peaceful such a person is certainly elevated to the position of self realization now here he is saying he who eats little then there he is saying don't eat too little again so what is too little and too much that is depending on the stage of advancement now if i i'm a third class devotee or trying to become a devotee and i imitate an uttama adhikari like raghunath das goswami and eat very little that is too little for my stage of development of krishna consciousness so that is imitation i should not imitate that hmm. but at the same time i should know that that is a stage when one can attain when one actually forgets all his material necessities or material demands but then we cannot immediately like chanting hari krishna we should chant hari krishna always but are we on the stage of haridas thakur at least i am not so i should know yes actually we should chant all the time hari krishna hari krishna just 16 rounds uh, so as much as possible i, I should do hmm. without compromising on my other seva of course hmm. and i should do i should at least follow the spiritual masters regulations now if i artificially chant try to chant like haridas thakur 192 rounds i will get sick actually one gets sick if we artificially tries to chant uh, the there will be imbalance of pitta vata and uh, kapha the body i mean the bile air and mucus there will be imbalance because of when you talk too much you know i don't know if you have noticed this if you exhale if you blow a lot of balloons for example after some time you will feel dizzy and sometimes you can even get fever you know so um th- so if we unnaturally do chanting like that our bodily this thing will be disarranged and if we artificially like stop eating oh i am i'll be raghunath das goswami then our body will will have gastric problems we will have so many problems right so we can't imitate like raghunath das goswami was not like not eating but oh he was holding his stomach with a gastric problem no he was bowing down you know thousand times to uh, devotees every day and then uh, you know he was chanting 64 rounds he was writing so much poetry and everything and he was uh, preaching also so so many things you know they were doing they were busy they were not like holding their stomach and oh gastric problem this problem that problem no <laughs> so but if we do that we will get these things hmm. so eat too little so we have to reduce our eating yes it it happens with you know progressive advancement in spiritual life so another thing is shri bhakti siddhan saraswati thakur he never liked when his disciples became fat now you may say hey, how can you say like that second chapter we are not the body body is fat body is thin but if somebody is fat how can you know bhagwan saraswati thakur scold him just because for being fat it means that that person is eating more than necessary if a, if a devotee is becoming fatter means he is eating more than necessary 
so he did not like oh you are not doing enough service you know he liked to see his disciples bony rib cage you know can be seen <laughs> you know thin that means oh, okay they are fasting they are you know he, he of course he wanted them to have enough strength to preach of course not like you know skeleton and then falling in the bed and uh, hospital not like that they were doing work i mean <laughs> but you know not becoming you know overly fat okay now don't get it you know don't come and don't go and show hey, this devotee is fat or oh, what you, you are eating too much don't go and do this but it is for self reflection you know we have to you know don't try to just find fault with others we have to find fault with ourselves now different people bodily type is different the hormonal situations are different but anyway one should try to eat less hmm. and um, so if one is um, becoming fat then <laughs> bakshidan saraswati thakur did not like it hmm. so he said no you should you should fast why and you should do more service uh, food is accumulating in your stomach and becoming fat and expend it and do some service so that was his uh, instructions now as far as eating is concerned it can be regulated only when one is practiced to take and accept prasadam sanctified food lord krishna is offered according to bhagavad gita 9.26 vegetables fruits flowers grains milk etc in this way a person in krishna consciousness becomes automatically trained not to accept food not meant for human consumption which will be considered as overeating or not in the category of goodness that is actually atyahara food which is not prasadam sometimes as i said right sometimes people eat meat but just eat enough and they keep a fit body oh i am not eating much yeah i am actually maintaining no you are eating too much because what is necessary for human maintenance is only these things this vegetarian category and that too after offering to krishna we can eat but if you are eating something which is not necessary for human sustenance kamasya nendriya preetir labho jivita yavata to maintain our body and soul together we don't require meat so if we are eating meat that is actually atyahara hmm. it's not just the quantity oh i'm eating too much you know my stomach is bloated no no not like that anything that is outside of the purview of um, food meant for human consumption in the mode of goodness and of course prasadam also it is overeating hmm. you know even if it is like so called in moderate quantities it's all overeating hmm. so that's a important aspect of understanding overeating it's not just in the font, in the matter of quantity but also the quality what quality we have to eat and what is extraneous and what is outside of the thing and that is overeating atyahara and also it involves giving pain to other living entities i mean without sanction that's punishable <coughs> so as far as sleeping is concerned a krishna conscious person is always alert in the discharge of his duties in krishna consciousness and therefore any unnecessary time spent sleeping is considered a great loss avyartha kalatvam prabhupada always used to say when before he was going to sleep in the night he would say avyartha kalatvam so he used to say oh i'm going to waste my time now of course for the bodily maintenance it is a necessary necessity and all that but spiritually of course as a pure devotee he will be thinking of krishna even in so called sleep but for us it's a waste of time he's teaching us lessons you see so um if when we sleeping spiritually we actually wasting time because sahanistan mahachidram salok samoha sacha vibhrama yan muhurtam kshanam vaapi 
వాసుదేవన్న చనిపోయేది సో ఇఫ్ యూ డోంట్ రిమెంబర్ కృష్ణ ఈవెన్ ఫర్ అ మూమెంట్ ఇట్ ఇస్ ఆల్రెడీ అ లాస్ సో హౌ మెనీ అవర్స్ బై స్లీపింగ్ ఇట్ ఇస్ అ లాస్ సో స్పిరిచువల్లీ ఇట్స్ అ లాస్ ఫర్ మెటీరియల్ బాడీ మెయింటెనెన్స్ యా ఇట్ హస్ టు బి డన్ సో డూ ఇట్ సో యాజ్ మై వన్ బికమ్స్ మోర్ అండ్ మోర్ స్పిరిచువల్ అడ్వాన్స్ సో దీస్ థింగ్స్ విల్ రెడ్యూస్ సో దట్స్ అ పాయింట్ అవ్యర్థకాలత్వం దిస్ ఇస్ రూప గోస్వామి దిస్ ఇస్ ఇన్ ద యూనో భక్తిర సామ్రత సింధు క్షాంతిర్ అవ్యర్థ అవ్యర్థకాలత్వం విరక్తిర్ మానసూన్యత ఆశాబంధ సముత్కంఠ నామగానే సదారుచి ఆసక్తిస్తద్గుణాఖ్యానే ప్రీతిస్తద్వసతిస్థలే ఇత్యాదయోనుభావాస్యుర్ జాతభావాంకురేజనే వెన్ ద సీడ్ ఆఫ్ ఎక్స్టారిక్ ఇమోషన్ ఫర్ కృష్ణ ఫ్రాక్టిఫైస్ ద ఫాలోయింగ్ నైన్ సింటమ్స్ బికమ్ మేనిఫెస్ట్ ఇన్ వన్స్ బిహేవియర్ ఫర్గివ్నెస్ కన్సర్న్ ద టైమ్ షుడ్ నాట్ బి వేస్టెడ్ detachment absence of false prestige hope eagerness a taste for chanting the holy name of the lord attachment to descriptions of the transcendental qualities of the lord mm-hmm. and affection for those places where the lord resides that is a temple or a holy place like vrindavan these are all called anubhava subordinate signs of ecstatic emotion they are visible in a person in whose heart the seed of love of god has begun to fructify so so these are the avyartha kalatvam A Krishna conscious person cannot bear to pass a minute of his life without being engaged in the service of the Lord. This is where we can test how much Krishna conscious we are. If we can bear passing a minute of our life without being engaged in the service of the Lord, we are not where we are in our Krishna conscious standing. So as much as we are not able to bear, like in the beginning, when we waste time, then we think, oh, that was a waste of time. You know, at least there is regret. in the when one is completely materialistic there is like whatever his regret or his satisfaction is all illusory because he regrets that oh, he did not do something productive so that he did not gain anything materially and when he actually gains materially he kind of celebrates and then that is another illusion because both of them are all impermanent but a devotee when he becomes starts to become serious then whenever there is a waste of time for some reason or whatever then he repents he regrets ah oh, i should not have done that i should have just maybe read or you know i should have so he notices that and then he tries to you know overcome that and tries to engage every single movement in krishna conscious activity so we have to have enough engagement when we just chant okay oh prabhupad said we have to chant 16 rounds and follow four principles chant 16 rounds for 2 hours follow four principles uh, yeah okay i will eat you know prasadam something what am i going to do the rest of the day 20 24 hours 2 hours chanting 22 hours what i am doing okay 6 hours sleeping maybe 8 hours gone say now 16 hours what am i doing in those 16 hours either working outside or you know student means he's going to the school and associating with all the materialists what am i doing in those hours and how happy am i in the in the association oh hi oh my friend circle you know talk gossip talk nonsense rubbish and all these things that means i can bear to pass hours without remembering krishna that means where is my krishna consciousness here it is said avyartha kalatvam a krishna conscious person cannot bear to pass a minute of his life without being just like a, like a person if he is madly in so called love actually lust if a if a boy is madly in love quotation marks uh of uh, with a girl then he would always want to be with her and always want to like spend time with her so similarly if one is actually in love with krishna or as much as that love has developed that much he wants to spend time with krishna 
how to spend time with krishna by serving him so because he cannot bear to pass a minute of his life therefore his sleeping is kept to a minimum so that feeling of you know buddha bhava samanvitah tesham satata yuktanam those who are connected with krishna always yoga means connection with krishna connection means not just touch and go no connection means oh, okay i connected okay no now disconnect no never to disconnect samartavya satatam vishnu or vismartavya na jato chit always stay connected that is yoga that is perfection of yoga now to keep the sleep minimum we have to have this feeling of oh i cannot bear to pass a minute without you know, so that eagerness to serve krishna so prabhupada said oh if i wake up in the morning and i feel enthusiastic to wake up yes mangalarti yes let's go uh, that is a sign that actually we are healthy in our krishna conscious life like you know when the doctor checks pulse ayurvedic doctor all the western doctors just check here with a stethoscope so um we have to also our pulse of our spiritual life is how enthusiastic we are in carrying out in waking up in the morning early in the morning and you know going for mangalarati how enthusiastic am i about chanting hare krishna oh now i'm chanting hare krishna let me chant nicely hare krishna hare krishna so or uh, how am i using my time in krishna service uh, let me use this uh, let me use uh, let me do this for krishna let me do that for krishna Uh, let me engage somebody else in the service of krishna so in this way if i'm always thinking about all these things and actually doing it uh, that is progress but if i don't have that feeling bhava samanvita bhavagrahi janardan he is not uh, he does not accept our external things but he accepts our internal feeling yo me bhaktya prayachhati he does not accept the external things the fruit leaf flower water those are not the things he really needs yo me bhaktya prayachhati that feeling of devotion that is what he accepts bhavagrahi janardan so just austerity oh i fasted i did nirjal prabhu prabhu give me a mic i did nirjal i did nirjal fasting for ekadashi uh, that <laughs> that is not <laughs> that is not <laughs> what satisfies krishna krishna wants to see <laughs> what is it aparikirtanam what is it kritasya aparikirtanam shrimad bhagavatam kanda 11 chapter 11 you see here where is that word ah kritasya aparikirtanam this word is important <laughs> we should not advertise our devotional service where is it where is this ah kritasya once devotional activity is aparikirtanam means not advertising so we should, we should not advertise our devotional life so we should humbly do it and actually that time saved in the nirjal fasting the triples time saver eating time saved sleeping time saved evacuating and bathing time saved triple time saver uh, so that time can be used in krishna consciousness service that is really ekadashi okay yeah? uh, not just for sake of pride so bhavagrahi janardan that feeling is the impetus this is so sleeping less all this comes from the feeling the state of being the state of bhava one is in 
and that's how the uh, goswamis or godakesh arjuna they could conquer sleep and not get any bodily malfunction like if we try to do that if i fast like raghunath das goswami eat, uh, drinking some palmful of butter milk every two days the whole two days i'm you know meditating on food you know they are all eating i cannot eat they are also eating i cannot eat everywhere there are palatable food stuff i cannot eat you know what is this i mean this is hell you know <laughs> so that kind of you know um consciousness is not helpful no raghunath was go some he did not think like this he was busy he did not have time to think about eating and sleeping <laughs> whereas if we fast is this one yeah 11820 of shrimad bhagavatam indriyani jayantyashu nirahara manishinah varjayitvatu rasanam tannirannasya vardhate by fasting learned men quickly bring all the senses on except the tongue under control <clears throat> because by abstaining from eating such men are afflicted with an increased desire to gratify the sense of taste this is what happens when <laughs> we artificially do things and that is also stated in the bhagavad gita where it is stated 3.6 karmendriyani samyamya yaaste manasasmaran indriyarthan vimudhatma mithyacharah saucchate one who restrains the senses of action but whose mind dwells on the sense objects certainly deludes himself and is called a pretender so i may externally give up eating but my mind my bhava is full of eating that means um, <laughs> so krishna is bhavagrahi he is not our external tapasagrahi external advertisement शो ग्राही नो भजन करो साधन करो मूर्त जान लॉय वी कैन फूल द होल वर्ल्ड ड्यूरिंग आवर लाइफ टाइम शोइंग एवरीबडी दैट आई एम अ ग्रेट डिवोटी आई एम यू नो चैंटिंग ऑल द टाइम आई एम ऑलवेज एंगेज इन कृष्णा कॉन्शियस एक्टिविटीज आई कैन मेक अ शो बट ऑल दैट विल बी टेस्टेड एट द टाइम ऑफ डेथ बिकॉज वी कैनॉट फूल कृष्णा वी कैनॉट फूल आवर सेल्फ वी मे फूल आवर सेल्फ इफ यू आर फूल इनफ बट वी कैनॉट फूल कृष्णा so at death mrityu sarvahara saham he will come as death at ah, that time we cannot fool him he knows how much we have done how much we have not done vayuranilam amritam athedam bhasmantam shariram anritam not amritam right uh, om krato smarakritam smara krato smarakritam smara amritam yeah, amritam So <clears throat> you see this Ishopanishad 17th verse let this temporary body be burned to ashes and let the air of life be burned merged with the totality of air now oh my lord please remember all my sacrifices because you are the ultimate beneficiary please remember all that i have done for you so krishna will remember and even if we do not pray for it he will remember um so we cannot fool him so murti jan le hoy at the time of exam now i may make a show like i am studying oh father coming okay 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 open some book until then playing game video game you know uh, father coming okay open some book and you know act like reading okay father gone okay our teacher comes in uh, reading and everything studying or uh, doing some maths problem and then teacher gone everybody playing table tennis no this is <laughs> i used to do that 
i used to play table tennis with my friends so <laughs> so this kind of uh, so all this will be tested at the time of examination how much he has learned how much is not learned will be tested so i can pretend and others will be others may be satisfied with me i may have millions of followers on facebook and twitter and youtube and instagram and whatever new platform that may come i i can fool all of them that's the saying right you can fool all the people for some time you can fool some people for all the time but you cannot fool all the people for all the time and even if you fooled all the people from all the for all the time you cannot fool krishna so uh, ultimately we will be a lo- we will be the loser so better be honest for our own good wherever we are be honest about it and then make progress from there okay ah uh, because they cannot bear to pass a minute of life without being engaged in the service of the lord therefore his sleeping is kept to a minimum his ideal in this respect is shri rupa goswami who always engaged in the service of krishna and who could not sleep more than 2 hours a day and sometimes not even that thakur haridas would not even accept prasadam nor even sleep for a moment without finishing his daily routine of chanting with his beads 300000 names that means until i finish 192 rounds i am not going to eat not going to sleep i'm going to drink a drop of water until then look at that determination i mean day in and day out every single day uh, that is when we know okay this person is actually attached to krishna like one time prabhupad was asked by one of his disciples prabhupad how do we know that we are uh, our chanting quality is good professor rascal what what good quality chanting good quality chanting why only 16 rounds 16000 rounds why not 16000 rounds why stop at 16 what nonsense quality you talking about top quality means one cannot stop nam gaane sada ruchihi kirtaniya sada harihi that is that is quality chanting so we have to accept that we have no quality now We're doing on the order of the spiritual master and we have to how to develop quality now we have to hear we have to hear and engage our bodily activities our our sense of hearing first of all we have to come and attend classes read prabhupada's books we should not be lazy in these aspects shravanam kirtanam very important and we have to engage because shravanam how long you can do this class is for 2 hours prabhu already prabhu 2 and 1/2 hours prabhu close prabhu what is this i am i am sleepy, sleepy prabhu already people I, some people i think one of the person asked me you know last year why prabhu your classes are so long prabhupad class are only 45 minutes i agree i mean i cannot explain as much as him in 45 minutes what his 45 minutes classes are you know encyclopedias but in themselves but i consider like this that i mean especially in those quarantine times it was i mean what what else could people do just sit down at home okay hear something and i also get purified by speaking something for you know a longer period of time a little bit i'm sorry if anybody get you know offended by the long you know time but you know they said oh why bro you're talking so much so we can't even handle one hour of hearing properly one hour of reading properly people say i don't have time how can you not get half an hour 45 minutes time to read what are you doing so important so um so you know, priorities where the priorities are uh, 
so our bhava you know, if i cannot make time for this so where is my consciousness so my hearing only a little bit i can do chanting okay two hours hearing maybe two hours rest hours of the day what am i going to do engage so we are not on the level of haridas thakur chanting 190 crores but then the principle of krishna consciousness smartavyam satatav vishnu that should not change just because i cannot chant for that long it's not that i, I am exempt from being krishna conscious for 24 hours i am just being krishna conscious for 2 hours chanting that's it no there's not an exemption from the principle of smartavyam satatam vishnu we have to engage in other ways so that all our other senses are so if i can, okay i can chant for this long and then other time okay i engage in this service that service this service that service always engaged hmm. so here recreation is also said so recreation also can be spiritual recreation like learn some harmony or go on a morning walk like morning walk prabhupada used to go on a morning walk with his disciples you know it's just like a recreation kind of thing you know it's just like but then he used to enlighten people enlighten his devotees disciples in spiritual knowledge transcendental knowledge so everything can be spiritually you know done as far as work is concerned a krishna conscious person does not do anything which is not connected with krishna's interest and thus his work is always regulated and untainted by sense gratification we have to regulate something which is not ultimately beneficial like there is regulation on tobacco um because it's ultimately unbene- unbeneficial it's injurious to health and then um there's regulations on you know liquor and all kinds of you know anything that is more than something is not good then there's a need for a regulation okay you can do this much you can do that much you know but like chanting there's no regulation niyamita smaranena kala shikshashika chaitanya mahaprabhu is teaching us there's no rules and regulations for chanting it's not like Uh, you should only chant this much no you can chant as much as possible the more you chant the better hmm. see so in uh, krishna conscious activities there is no need of regulation why it should be regulated regulated means control like sex should be regulated and that is vivaha marriage okay within marriage only for procreation only and that too with responsibility so that is regulation so because ultimately sex is not good but something which is good why should be regulated the more it is there in existence the more better it is right so likewise krishna conscious activity is no need regulation um that does not mean that i can do any damn thing i like no i should be guided by devotees i should come to the proper stage of devotional service i may imagine that this is devotional service that is devotional service but then i have to act under authority um i should become humble disciple means discipline hmm so discipline only comes when we are under the authority of someone you know proper diksha shiksha gurus like that so that system is essential so since there is no question okay reading on since there is no question of sense gratification there is no material leisure for a person in uh, material leisure for a person in krishna consciousness and because he is regulated in all his work speech uh, sleep wakefulness and all other bodily activities there is no material misery for him you see here is talking about how he works how he talks how he sleeps how he how he is awakened how he does his bodily activities that was a question of arjuna actually in the bhagavad gita second chapter right 
टू फिफ्टी फोर अर्जुन उवाच स्थित प्रज्ञ से का भाषा समाधिस्थ से केशव स्थित किम प्रभाषेत किम आसीत व्रजेत किम अर्जुन से रो कृष्ण वॉट आर द सिम्टम्स ऑफ दोज हूज कॉन्शियसनेस इज दस मर्ज इन ट्रांसेंडेंस हाउ डज ही स्पीक वॉट इज इज लैंग्वेज हाउ डज ही सिट एंड हाउ डज ही वॉक आई मीन वॉट इज द पॉइंट इन आस्किंग हाउ डज ही सिट हाउ डज ही वॉक डज ही वॉक विथ स्टाइल लाइक कैट वॉक और नो इन द सेंस दैट हाउ डज ही वॉक मीन्स हाउ डज ही सिट एंड ऑल दिस थिंग्स मीन्स दिस नॉट कैट वॉक और माइकल जैक्सन मून वॉक नो वर टॉकिंग अबाउट वर टॉकिंग अबाउट दिस श्रीमद भागवत मुकुंदमाल स्त्रोत्र ऑल्सो दिस इज नाइसली मेन्शन टेन डॉट एटी डॉट थ्री एंड फोर सावाग्यत गुणा गृणीते करौ चतत्कर्म करौ मनश्च स्मरेवसत स्थिरजंगमेशु शृणोति तत्पुण्यकथा सकर्ण एक्चुअल स्पीच इज दैट विच डिस्क्राइब्स द क्वालिटीज ऑफ द लॉर्ड Real hands are those that work for him. A true mind is that which always remembers him dwelling within everything moving and non-moving. And actual ears are those that listen to sanctifying topics about him. This is how he hears, this is how he walks, this is how and how does he walk? By going to the temple like Ambarish Maharaj. He used his legs to Pado Harer Kshetra Padabhi Padabhi Sarpane Shiro Rishikesha Padabhi Vandane so his legs were used to go to the temple of krishna so how does he walk means not like moonwalk catwalk but we're talking about walking to the temple what is the purpose of that walk where is he going hmm so next verse 1084 10.80.4 shirastu tasyo bhayalingamaname tadeva yat pashyati taddhichakshu अंगा विष्णो रथ तज्जना पादोदकमजी निम एंड एक्चुअल हेड इज वन दट बाउस डाउन टू द लॉर्ड इन हिज मैनिफेस्टेशन अमंग द मूविंग एंड नॉन मूविंग क्रीचर्स रियलाइज अर दोज दर ओनली सी द लॉर्ड सी ओनली द लॉर्ड एंड एक्चुअल लिम्स अर दोज विच रेग्युलरली ऑनर द वॉटर दैट हेज बेद द लॉर्ड्स फीट और दोज ऑफ हिज डिवोरीज एंड वी कैन सी ऑल दिस इन महाराज अम्बरीश लाइफ Nine, four, eighteen through twenty. This is a beautiful three verses. Actually, we should memorize this. Savai mana Krishna padaravindayor vacham vacham sivai kuntha gunanu varnane karauhareer mandiram arjanadishu shotim chakara chuta sadkatho daye mukundalinga laya darshane drishao tadbhrityagatrasma sparshenga sangamam. घ्राणम चत्पाद सरोज सौरभे श्रीमत्तुलसना तदर्ते पाद हरे हरे क्षेत्र पदासर्पणे शिरो ऋषिकेश पदाभिवंदने काम चे न तो काम काम्यया यथोत्तम श्लोक जनाश्रया रथि Maharaj Ambarish always engaged his mind in meditating upon the lotus feet of Krishna his words in describing the glories of the lord his hands in cleansing the lord's temple he and his ears in hearing the words spoken by Krishna or about Krishna he engaged his eyes in seeing the deity of Krishna his tem- Krishna's temples and Krishna's places like Mathura and Vrindavan he engaged his sense of touch in touching the body of the 
bodies of the Lord devotees. He engaged his sense of smell in smelling the fragrance of Tulasi offered to the Lord and he engaged his tongue in tasting the Lord's prasad. He engaged his legs in walking to the holy places and temples of the Lord, his head in bowing down before the Lord and all his desires in serving the Lord 24 hours a day. Indeed, Maharaj Ambarish never desired anything for his own sense gratification. He engaged all his senses in devotional service in various engagements related to the Lord. This is called Krishnarthe Akhila Cheshta. Krishnarthe Akhila Cheshta. That means, for Krishna's sake, engaging in multifarious activities. All kinds of activities. Kamam Chadasya Natukama Kamyaya. This is the way to increase attachment for the Lord and be completely free from all material desires. Krishnarthya Akhila Cheshta. I think this is also by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. 22.126 22.126 Krishnartha Akhila Cheshta Tat Kripavalokana Janmadinadi Mahotsav Laya Bhaktagan So again, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is describing to Sanatana Goswami what all he should write in his books on devotional service. Although Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not write personally anything, he instructed his uh, disciples, especially Rupa and Sanatana Goswami, to extensively write. And later on, Jiva Goswami also took up that position, took up that mission of writing. He wrote the most. So, he write, he wrote, one should perform all endeavors for Krishna. One should look forward to his mercy. Okay, here actually the point is, devotee, how should he live? So, one should perform all endeavors for Krishna. Krishnartha Akhila Cheshta. So, in this way, one should be engaged. It is also said, stated in Mukundamala Stotra. In many places, in a few verses. But, you know, we are running late actually. So, so in all his activities, a devotee has no material misery. Okay. So, with that, I will conclude the session and I will take any questions that are there. Um... Dhiradas is saying, Prahlad Jani, Indian yogi, a man without food and water for over 70 years. He was also under surveillance by a team of scientists. Now, as, as we said already, now that may be a great feat of achievement, but Krishna consciousness is the real thing. Without Krishna consciousness, it's a waste. Avaheyu Sramavaha, 7.15.28 just a shramayeva hikevalam it's wonderful of course wonderful yeah I mean for ordinary person point of view you know sometimes people say hey you can't even appreciate things like this you know how wonderful it is a man can live 70 years without food and water and you don't have any appreciation for him what kind of people you are you don't you are completely pessimistic about everything no we know what is the see hamsa devotees are called hamsa and pure devotees are called paramahamsa why because Hamsa can take out, if there is a mixture, mixture of milk and water, diluted milk, the swan can take out just the milk and you know leave aside the water. He can do that. So a devotee, he knows what is the essence of life. He does not get distracted by these other things, which may be wonderful powers, but they are distractions from the real aim of life. So, 
a devotee is conscious of what is actually desirable in life and what is extraneous hmm. what is a distraction so that focus his focus is so single pointed vyavasayatmaka buddhi ekeha kurunandana so when he is so single pointedly focused then he knows that these other things are only just yeah they may impress people in this world but it does not impress krishna and a devotee is only interested in impressing krishna guru and krishna he does not care for the entire world he if the entire world hates him for that let it be like jesus christ he was crucified and everybody was not even interested in what he was saying but he preached he just his satisfaction was krishna must be satisfied god must be satisfied so that is his so pure devotee is like that he does not care for worldly opinion uh, he cares for guru's opinion krishna's opinion and bhakta sangha opinion hmm. those who are really i mean advanced devotees shikshakurus dikshakurus like that um next eshu <laughs> patil he said alas it means he has not eaten prasadam all this time so unfortunate yeah <laughs> if he is not eaten if he is a breatherian or something he is bre- and if he is you know 70 years or whatever he is not eaten krishna prasadam he is not honored prasadam what is that महाप्रसादे गोविंदे नाम ब्राह्मणे वैष्णवे स्वल्पपुण्यवतम राजन विश्वासो नैव जायते सो दोज हू आर मीगर इन देअर पुण्य रिजल्ट और देअर पायस रिजल्ट मीन्स यू डोंट हैव मच स्टॉक ऑफ पायटी इन दैम दे हैव वेरी लिटिल फेथ दे हैव नो एक्सेस टू दीज थिंग्स वॉट आर दे महाप्रसादे गोविंदे नाम ब्राह्मणे Nama Brahmani means the spiritual name of Govinda. They don't have access to that. They don't chant. They don't have regards. They don't have regards for Mahaprasadam. Vaishnava, to devotees, Govinda Nama and Brahmanas, Vaishnavas, they don't have regards for these things. Svalpa Punya means very little Punya. They have very little credit of piety. So that kind of people who have very little or nil next to nil credit of piety they cannot appreciate these things vishwaso nai vajate they don't have faith in these things they take to this extensive processes but then they are not connected with krishna real tongue is that which jivamrita varshini na pratipadam what is that sajivamrita varshini pratipadam ya stauti narayanam This is in the Mukundamala Sotra. So the tongue which chants the glories of Krishna, that is the most glorious tongue and which only tastes Krishna Prasadam, that is glorious tongue. What is the next? Rajakishwar Prabhu is saying, there was also that other devotee, right, who was taking a lot of Prasadam, was for, but was forcefully trying to limit his evacuation to only once a day in order to fall under the yogi category. <laughs> yeah, I have narrated this story a few times. so prabhu said you know the one time evacuating means yogi two time means bhogi three time means three or more means rogi so yogi means you know a person who is devotee uh, at least you know or in other words at least a transcendentalist and bhogi means a sense enjoyer rogi means a diseased person so in sanskrit they all rhyme yogi bhogi rogi 
सो वन टाइम इफ इवैक्यूएट्स इन अ डे इज अ योगी टू टाइम्स भोगी थ्री टाइम्स और मोर रोगी सो वन यू हर्ड दैट वन डिवोटी प्रोपर सेड दैट इन लेक्चर एंड देन प्रोपर वन दिस डिवोटी ही वाज ट्राइंग टू कंट्रोल हिज इवैक्यूएशन बिकॉज ऑलरेडी वेंट वंस इन द मॉर्निंग सो ही वाज लाइक ही वाज सिटिंग डिवोटी सर ऑल ऑफ व्हाट इज हैपेनिंग नो 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 व्हाट टू डू यू नो ही वाज लाइक एम्बेरस्ड then you know probably what what happened you know so, no i mean you said we have to be yogis so to only pass once stool once a day so probably started laughing like so probably <laughs> this is not how you pass a stool once a day you eat like anything and then stool pass stool once a day. how it is possible the control valve should not be the anus it should be the mouth the tongue so if you control here then the anus will be controlled but uh, if the here no control you expect the anus to be controlled and how it is possible so <laughs> the control should be at the mouth yeah the the symptom is at the anus that okay evacuating how many times but that depends on how much we eat we cannot control our anus right <laughs> well, sometimes yeah but you know you know how much control you cannot but mouth you can control so that we have to control in order to control the evacuation so we have to know where the control valve is actually <laughs> So that is another foolishness. Hmm. And then, uh, Dhira Das is asking, Hare Krishna Prabhu, please accept my humble obeisance all those. Prabhupada, in spiritual life, easy going is no going. Is it true? Yeah, you can say that. You're not going anywhere. Easy going. It's Sahajiya. Taking things cheaply, lightly. taking it too easy hmm. then we cannot go anywhere we cannot make any advancement you can say like that easy going is no going hmm. dimitri bhakta dimitri is saying i was trying to reduce sleep artificially to 6 hours it didn't work <laughs> yeah here also the control valve is in the eating again and then we need to sleep less now uh, then we we require less sleep feed more as proper said we need to dream we will dream more swapna of a bodhas um so swapna will increase so when that deep sleep is lesser when we are dreaming and then we will feel less rested after 6 hours so the whole thing is control eating and then control sleeping and everything controls so like that so of course in the beginning one is attracted to prasadam and you know one can take but then you know eventually we have to become more and more so that's why not artificially asking everybody hey you should not eat that much let me eat you know i mean he has to gain the realization himself hmm until then you know we cannot artificially force them oh you should not eat much you know no. not like that that they have to realize we have to self evaluate ourselves you know and then slowly advance advance it cannot be done overnight so next what is that dimitri if i don't eat before sleep i can sleep better yeah that's true that's true mm vijay sharma i too dimitri i tried to sleep only 6 hours and my memory became poor <laughs> but actually we should come to the point of 6 hours the thing is we have to eat lesser you know that kind of so because proper says i mean more than 6 hours is like actually more of it's not more of good goodness we should come to 6 hours Mm. But that means a bit less eating. No? 
ஆசிரியர்களை <laughs> that is the meaning you know this was this way the vedanta sutra by baladev vidyabhushan is called govinda bhasha govinda lord govinda the deity radha govinda in jaipur you can see so the deity was actually dictating and he was writing and prabhupada also said krishna was dictating and i was writing so how that is his interpretation ब्रह्मप्रमाद विप्रलिप्सा कर्णापाठ आर्षविज्ञवाक्यना ही दोष है सब मिस्टेक्स इल्यूजन चीटिंग एंड डिफेक्टिव परसेप्शन डू नॉट अकर इन द सेइंग्स ऑफ द अथॉरिटेटिव सेजेस सो व्हाट रूप गोस्वामी राइट्स व्हाट जीव गोस्वामी राइट्स व्हाट व्यासदेव रोट व्हेन योर सुखदेव गोस्वामी स्पोक व्हाट नारद मुनि सेज दे डोंट हैव एनी डिफेक्ट्स बिकॉज़ दे सेल्फ रियलाइज्ड एंड दे टेक नॉलेज फ्रॉम कृष्णा एंड बिकम परफेक्ट इन दैट सो व्हाटएवर दे से हैज नो डिफेक्ट not only what krishna says has no defect but all these pure devotees whatever they say has no defect because they are under the direct control of krishna whatever they are speaking is krishna speaking and if we repeat our speech also will be perfect it's not our own interpretations it is repetition of what is there you see otherwise whatever i am speaking will be defective now see so if i repeat it will be not be defective if i go against and say something else oh you should all sleep no that means you know, that is defective so if i say what is there in the bhagavad gita then it is not defective so even if i am not perfect if i repeat then the message will be perfect so when prabhupada is giving you know purpose you can actually see each and every line is a quote from somewhere if you actually analyze his his purpose everything is connected to some of the other shloka here and there So that's why that how when you more advanced and you can see all this and when you read more then you can see all the connections the web of connections of everything the prabhu is saying everywhere where is quoting from you know okay so what else um dimitri you told a story about one devotee who tried to chant 100 rounds and after that he left the movement yeah one uh, uh i think african american or something he was trying to do that chanting 108 rounds and he left 3 days later he left movement artificially we cannot do ah uh, rajesh sir was quoting from noi 5 in this verse rupa goswami advises the devotee to be intelligent enough to distinguish between kanishta adhikari madhyam adhikari uttam adhikari devotee should also know his own position and should not try to imitate a devotee situated on a higher platform true so we should not imitate we have to know our position and we have to know what is what are the three positions and we have to act accordingly and try to improve not that ha ah, okay i know i am a kanishtha adhikari so i will fight i kanishtha adhikari says oh he doesn't know how to behave with others so i will not behave well with others i'll just fight with everybody no that is not the meaning oh no you only said no don't imitate so i am trying to i am kanishtha adhikari so i am at my level i am fight so because i am neophyte i'll fight i'll i'll pick up new new fights i'm neophyte so <laughs> that is not no we have to improve we have to know where we are and we have to improve that is the whole point 
I'm gonna be a stupid devotee, you know, like, you know. <laughs> you have to understand everything in proper context. But not imitate the higher position and not stay in the current position. We have to improve. But we should know where we are. We have to improve. That is the point. Um, Dheera Das. A devotee nicely performs all his material duties. He is balanced his spiritual and material life. Like if someone is student, then along with his practicing Krishna consciousness, he should also study and score well in exams. So that way a devotee should become successful in both in spiritual life and material life. I have been told like this. Please clarify. I don't find this balance versus. I don't know. If there is Shastra quotes, you can show me. But you should study well in exams. You should get good marks. Krishna never said that. There's no shloka like that. In fact, Hiranyakashipu, when he asked his son, what is the best thing you have learned in school? Because he was being taught diplomacy, politics and all these material subjects and all this. He said, the best thing I have learned is that, you know, Hittvatma patam grihamandha kupam Vanamgata gato yad harim ashrayat We have to take shelter of hari. Uh-huh. Then he became angry. So, um, he never said, uh, we have to become, yes, uh, yes I am studying everything, my, what the, your teachers, I mean, you have employed some teachers, what the diplomacy, what is the best thing I have learned? Yeah, the diplomacy, politics, and also Krishna consciousness. No. This is the best thing, others are useless. Hmm. So, if, if scoring well and all this is very important, Krishna would have said somewhere, no? Of course, you know, sometimes they blame the temple, you know, or if you don't finish, because sometimes, you know, the parents, they have complained to the, uh, you know, they made complaints that, oh, they stopped my child's education, and you know, now they're, so, because government, you know, they mandate the material education, and if somebody's going against, you know, they say, oh, you know, you cannot do like that, you know, so that, because of those reasons, sometimes temple was under scrutiny, some temples, came under scrutiny but also that's why sometimes they say okay finish your degree and then join but then it's not that it's really important or something no it's not important especially if you see it's not important so the real thing real education let's let's read what is education actually there is another i mean there's a nice verse i'll show you this one first and then we will go to the other one Seven, five, twenty-three, and twenty-four. Sri Praharad He is giving what is perfect education. Shravanam Kirtanam Vishnu Smaranam Pada Sevanam Marchanam Vandanam Dasam Sakyamatma Nivedanam Mitipumsar Pita Vishnu Bhaktis Chena Valakshana Kriyeta Bhagavatyadha Tanmanyedhi Tamuttamam. Parlad Maharaj said, Hearing and chanting about the transcendental holy name, form, qualities, pastimes, and paraphernalia of Lord Vishnu, remembering them, serving the lotus feet of the Lord, offering the Lord respectful worship with 16 types of paraphernalia, that means deity worship, offering prayers to the Lord, becoming his servant, considering the Lord one's best friend and surrendering everything unto him, in other words, serving him with body, mind and words, these nine processes are accepted as pure devotional service. Now, one who has dedicated his life to the service of Krishna through these nine methods should be understood to be the most learned person, for he has acquired complete knowledge. <coughs> what is real education? 
तन्मे अधीतमुत्तम ही इज हाईली लर्नड हू इज एक्चुअली डिवोटी ऑफ कृष्ण रियल एजुकेशन क्वेश्चन एक्चुअली यू 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 कैन सी सी नो थ्रू देयर लॉट ऑफ क्वेश्चंस लेट्स लुक एट एजुकेशन ओके विद्या का विद्या ka vidya means what is vidya what is education uddhava is asking this huh? so few verses later he is explaining like what is this what is the yamah kati vidha prokto niyamo varikarshana kah samah ka kodamah krishna katitiksha driti prabho kim danam kim tapah shauryam kim satyam ritam uchyate so what is he, what is real you know you see the questioning you see how nicely questioning is done Uddhava said, "My dear Lord, or Shastras or Dhanamis, please tell me how many types of disciplinary regulations or regular daily duties there are. Also, my Lord, tell me what is mental equilibrium, what is self-control, what is actual meaning of tolerance and steadfastness, what are charity, austerity, and heroism, and how are reality and truth to be described? What is renunciation? What is wealth? What is desirable? What is sacrifice? What is religious remuneration? Um, my dear, case of our most fortunate one, how am I to understand the strength, opulence, and profit of a particular person? What is the best education?" what is actual humility what is real beauty what are happiness and unhappiness who is learned who is a fool what are true and false paths in life and what are heaven and hell who is indeed a true friend what is it one's real real home who is a rich man who is a poor man who is wretched who is an actual controller oh lord oh lord of the devotees kindly explain these matters to me along with their opposites this is knowledge see and krishna answers and here he talks about education what is education here ha uh, vidya uttama vidya atmani bhida badha you know mad bhakti hi uttama vidya see actual opulence is my own nature as a supreme personality of godhead through which i exhibit six unlimited opulences supreme gain in life is devotional service to me and actual education is nullifying the false perception of the duality within the soul real modesty is to be disgusted with improper activities beauty is to possess good qualities such as detachment so so on so on and so forth and here is real misery is to be implicated in searching for sex pleasure now people think it is you know adirasa you know like the the highest happiness of this material world but actually searching for it is the greatest misery so in this way he answers every of these questions you know of of uddhava you see so what was the question yeah vidya what is higher education krishna is saying he did not say that you have to pass your exams and everything no i don't see that dheerada is saying prabhu ji we like your classes very much oh oh because i said you are bored or something you are sleeping okay you are playing krishna conscious philosophy and actually only because of classes i feel intact uh, all because of this side of the screen this is talking i am only a mouthpiece of this side here is the video here is the audio <laughs> so prabhupa is the one who is preaching hmm. 
here there is some quote by radhika sakhi mata ji every day you have to read my books prabhupada is saying this do you know that every day even i read my own books do you know why i read my books i read my books every day because even i learn something new when i read them do you know why i am learning something new when i read them my books because these books are not my books i do not write these books every morning when i sit here to write my books krishna comes personally wow see and he dictates to me what to write i simply take dictation from krishna and i write these books therefore when i read them even i learn something i don't know what else to say if devotees don't want to read no what else to say if if this quote is there what can devotees say, say now see prabhupada is reading his own book dimitri prabhu okay sorry for off topic 31330 it is said that at the end of the day of brahma the earth goes down into the depths of the ocean does it mean that every time brahma starts to create again after he wakes up the lord bore appears to save the earth no 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 this is different from um not every day of brahma probably in this particular day of brahma already the uh, lord bore came twice white shwetavaraha and uh, the red varaha so there are rakta rakta varnavaraha and shwetavaraha rakta varaha shwetavaraha red varaha and uh, white varaha we are in the shwetavaraha kalpa so in one of those varaha he fought with hiranyaksha demon in another he did not he just lifted the earth because it was went out of orbit some reason i don't know which, what is what was the what the reason was but um so yeah whenever the earth goes down you know he he comes and takes so every day actually all these incarnations come many times okay so probably it uh, looks like you know every day earth falls down i think <laughs> and uh, varaha comes so any more questions or comments if not we'll stop it here भगवदगीता की जय शिल प्रभुपाद की जय अनंतकोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जय नेताय गौर प्रेमानंद हरि हरि बोल हरे कृष्ण थैंक यू वेरी मच